I see uh, Pasquale's got his wedding date picked out yep. already. Do you? Like two months and two weeks after <laughs> mine. Wow. It's literally a year from today. That's uh, cutting it pretty close, man. What's your angle? What? <laughs> it's not close. It's pretty close. Uh, that's a lot of planning to, to come up with in a year. Well, we already got like so much done. <laughs> What's the color palette? Blue. Blue and Just white. blue? What kind of blue? Uh, a royal blue. Okay, what's the For... theme? There's no theme. The theme There's no is theme wedding. of the wedding. Theme is wedding. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a blue wedding. Pe- people <laughs> are gonna it? ask you, oh, what what are you doing? What what, what are you planning your, for your wedding? What's your wedding blue. theme? It's blue. What do you mean? What are you blue. planning for your wedding? What are you doing for your wedding? Oh, it's blue. I'm blue. I bet you guys gonna go to a hall. <laughs> Chris, you, you got a theme for the wedding? Yeah. What's the yeah. theme? Uh, dark, uh, rustic. Um, there you contemporary. go. Now compare that to blue. We're traditional. Right. Which tradition? Shut up. <laughs> Italian tradition. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with the Italian <laughs> tradition. What is, what is well, that one? No, you should know that. I'm sorry. I can't explain that. Mm, okay. Fair enough. Um, first, uh, the mom has to cry yeah. because uh, she's finally giving up her baby right. boy and she doesn't want to yeah, let go. That's probably, um, probably what happened. And uh, then there's going to be some some mobsters showing mm-hmm. up, and uh, yeah, this table thirteen. Someone someone's going to be like, uh, "Where's the gabagool? Where's the gabagool?" Now, Pasquale, correct me if I'm wrong, hey, but yo, wait. the day of your your wedding, I could go to your father and ask for anything, right? <laughs> uh, I don't is think that, that's how it works. But... Is that how it works? And he uh, can't. That's say mafia no. wedding. That's mafia wedding. Oh, you come to me on the day of my, my son's wedding. I was told that that's, you know, I've seen documentaries. No, yeah, documentaries. You, you said it was traditional, right? That's very yeah, traditional. Traditional yeah. style, my, uh, maybe. Yeah. My residential Italian is uh, texting me saying I'm being racist. <laughs> like just right now? How's it racist? Yeah. Oh, she's typing. Oh. Hang on. She's going to let me know how. Oh, Gabagoo. How dare you in my family home? <laughs> How dare you insult my homeland? It sounded like it could have been said in a little bit more of an accent. Oh, sorry. How dare you in, in my, my family, family home? home. <laughs> He's going to get a beat. You come here into my family home? You're dead to me. <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> You're dead to me. Yahoo! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Play the soundboard. Oh, shit, I can't find it. Oh. God damn it. Oh. There it is. <laughs> You're I'm dead to me. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Yeah, let's start. We don't have to wait for stuff. Oh, wait, shit. That's the wrong one. Oh, God. That's this the is, ending. Uh, and that was a quick podcast, guys. Thanks for coming. It's been fun. We'll see you next see week. Ya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should use that for the beginning. Don't forget to keep your stick on the ice. I love how much this right. uh, this show has devolved ever since we've incorporated the soundboard, you know? Oh, yeah.
Hey everybody and welcome to episode 113 of the Let's Get Gaming podcast. I am your host Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me this week, Chris Montpetit. It's high noon somewhere in the and world. Pasquale Galuzzo. Yahoo! Wow, okay, okay, there we go. Yeah. That's, see? That's two relevant video game-related introductions. I'm happy. I'm happy to hear it. This right. is Let's a Gaming Podcast. This is your number one stop for all things video game news, reviews, and sometimes even interviews. We have a fun episode planned today. That's right. We're talking about all of our favorite topics, video games, lawsuits, mm-hmm. Overwatch, and Ubisoft. That's right, boys and girls. Buckle in. Stefano is not here this week. He sends his condolences. And as per uh, tradition on the Let's Get Gaming podcast, Stefano is canonically dead. Uh, and we will now take mm-hmm. this moment to mourn him as a dear friend and confidant. Oh! Right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. He's gone. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I, gentlemen, I, I told you uh, before we started the show that I had an anecdote that I wanted to bring up. And I want to have this. I, I want to have this discussion. So ready okay, for this. Okay, I have come to a realization. Now, if you're if you're a fan of the show and you're keeping mm-hmm. up with you know the lore, you you I'm know, sorry. yeah, mm-hmm. you, you know that I am what some people would consider a degenerate because there because on occasion I've been known to throw out cutlery <laughs> instead <laughs> of in, instead of instead of you're washing it. What's funny is I brought this up to my family the other day, like literally like two days ago, and right, they're like, what yeah. the hell? What, yeah. the, what is wrong with them? Right. They agree <laughs> anyway. with me, right? Because yeah. it's like it, it saves so much oh, yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, All sure. Right. I've I've reached a realization today. Oh, I thought you were going to say you reached a new level. I mean, I mean depending <laughs> on how thing. this conversation goes, that might very well be the case. I, I'm mm-hmm. done with chores. Chores in, in general. Anything that's house-related upkeep, I'm... Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm not into it anymore, man. Here's here's my issues. Welcome right? to the club. Here's here's my issues, okay? You were into it at one I was point. Like, yeah. I used to I used to be a level of depressed enjoyment. I don't oh, know what, okay. what the word is. Yeah, enjoyment. Where like I used to I used to take pride in doing chores. I used to oh. enjoy like, you know, getting the laundry, putting in the washing machine, cleaning everything up, folding it, putting it away. Doing the dishes, sure. right? Is there's a sense so, of, of pride and accomplishment, you know? And, so you're and psychotic. Meaning. Well, I, it used to be, yeah. It was like because, like, in your brain, it's like I've I've done something meaningful today, and because mm. of it, you know, my living area is better off, right? Yeah, sure. I take back all of that. It's 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 horseshit. You know what? I, <laughs> I spent yeah. I spent like a good mm. I spent like two hours today doing laundry, putting everything in the washing machine, putting in you know all the cleaning fluids, letting the mm-hmm. cycles run through. Then when it's ready, you move it over to the dryer. And then when when yeah, it's done being sure. dried, you take it out, you fold it, you put it away. You, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. I've heard of they're actually they've invented a new thing where it's a washing machine and dryer in one. So you do not have to move your clothes over. So it's just like wash cycle, then dry cycle. You, see, that's something that I would be interested in, you know? But but yeah. but the root of my issue here is that I did all that. Uh-huh. And I have I have a laundry hamper. Of dirty laundry. <laughs> you didn't do shit. Thus, essentially, the amount of dirty and clean clothes within my living environment has stayed the same. 
So why am I doing this? What, what like what is what is what is the reward that I am promised for this? Um, being allowed into society because you don't smell. Why would you want that? Look at look at look at the world <laughs> around us. Is that worth the effort and time? That you Not really, in? to be honest. You know, like come on, man. And and everybody, everyone made fun of me. They're like, look at this psychopath throwing away his cutlery. Wait for mm. what? If if I was rich enough, I would just buy a house. Trash it, do whatever, like buy new clothes, yeah. and then when the house is a disaster, just just move. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop a bombshell on you. Those are called yeah. hoarders. No, but I'm moving. I'm just leaving everything behind. It it stays there. My clothes, everything that's there, and I just buy new shit. If you want a taste of the like the the anti cutlery movement, which I am starting right now on this podcast, you could you could you could buy uh-huh. a set of Walmart cutlery for for not that much. If you forego your avocado toast plastic cutlery. No, no, no. Like no, it's no, it's metal. It's metal, dude. Mm. Plastics involved, but it's it's metal. Uh, just forgo I, your forgo your your Tim Hortons double double every other day, you know, and you'll be able to afford cutlery and just toss them. Just chuck them. Mm. No, just 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 <laughs> yeah. throw it away. I I don't know. I just realized like what am I doing this for, you know? <laughs> like what's the, what's what's the point? What are, <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to this. <laughs> you might almost be better off just to steal cutlery from a restaurant. No, the cutlery was people do that. Stuff. Oh yeah, no. When it, when I go to a restaurant, allegedly, I, I steal whatever I could. Allegedly, I, I would. <laughs> nah, I would, yeah, I would allegedly take like you know small things that they wouldn't notice, right? Because I I allegedly have mm-hmm. a, a large collection of um of like spoon uh, shot glasses. Oh man, what, what what's the thing? Like if we were at Stefano's house and I were to put. A, a, a drink on his table. His wife would yell at me to use the coaster. coaster? Thank you. That's what. No, I was, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Okay. I would. I would allegedly steal like any coaster I could. I have allegedly a very large collection of, of different coasters well, from coasters are like paper essentially. So allegedly, like, yeah, I would not, steal not like deal. maybe like a glass too, if it's a nice glass, which are hard to allegedly steal. Um, but- <laughs> I um, I know firsthand that you've taken glasses because I <laughs> might have helped you take. Allegedly, one. he saw so. you take one. What are you talking about? I, I don't know what you mean, dude. When did I allegedly take one with you around? <laughs> uh, when when we met Baz. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that <laughs> that allegedly maybe happened. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even know what not. I'm talking about. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know where all that stuff is allegedly right now? In the garbage? Yeah, who knows? I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We, we're living the cyclical nature of, like, why do we bother, you know? Yeah. Anyway, speaking of cyclical nature, let's do an am I the asshole. Hell yeah. We, so that's we, called depression. We don't have a stinger. Here's an, okay, here we go. Am I the asshole stinger debuting right now? Get ready, baby. It's time for Am I the Asshole. I like that. That's dramatic. (laughs) I hate it. All right. (laughs) Am I the asshole for turning off a video game that my son and his friends were playing? My son had a sleepover (laughs) with a few of his friends last night. They had gone swimming and played at the park before coming back to my house to play video games in the living room. I bought them a pizza to eat and was overwhelmed by the smell of 10 and 11-year-old boy mm. armpits. Mm. Yum. I told them to go put deodorant on, and they said, okay. I checked in with them a few minutes later, and they still hadn't washed up. At that point, they started to push back that they didn't need it because they already put some on last night. <laughs> I said, whatever deodorant they put on last night 
has already gotten washed off at the pool and you spent the last hours running around in the warm water, mm. I told them to go put some on. They still didn't put it on, so I turned off their video game. Apparently, they were just about to pass a difficult level before I had turned it off, and they were very upset with mm. me. My son later told me that I embarrassed him. Oh. I told him that I handled it the way I did because I wasn't getting their attention. Am I the mm. asshole? I mean... Well, it's time to discuss. Are they the asshole? <laughs> Okay. All right, gentlemen, let's open this up for a nice, calm, political discussion. Uh, Pasquale, I'm going to hand it over to you. What's what's your initial gut reaction on this? Ooh, I have a gut reaction? Yeah. I'd say not the asshole. Okay. Walk us through your reasoning. Here. He, he's, he's the parent. You should listen to the parent. Right. I also have had this done to me in the past. Mm. It's not fun as the kid, but as I am now older, I can understand the parent side of it. Right. Also, it does somewhat uh, is affected by the game he may have been playing. Mm, okay. <laughs> because if it's if it's like a Dark Souls thing, I could get it. It's like that's 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 hell. Yeah. But if okay. it was like anything else, then uh, it's you know. So you're saying not the asshole in the situation. I'm saying not the asshole, but like. Okay. It's it varies. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. What about you? Mm-hmm. So. I think the way it was handled makes the parent a bit of an asshole mm. because it, you, you straight up, you did. You embarrassed your kid in front of their friends. That's the job of a parent, uh, though. No, no. There's a there's a way to handle it. I mean, embarrassing is, kids. That's, like, number one on the list. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, it's there. there's the way to embarrass your kids, and then there's embarrassing your mm. kids. Um, I think this could have handled, been handled a lot better and the fact that they're kids and they're boys they're gonna smell yeah that's fair i look okay so here's the thing right we've all been teenage boys at at one point or another Uh for for various lengths Mm -hmm. of time um sure i don't know if you guys remember this but we smelled like shit (laughs) it's especially Mm -hmm. after a long day of of outdoor activities and tomfoolery right so i definitely understand where they're coming from being like you guys smell horrible Mm-hmm. Please go shower. Now it, it does put the parent in it. Not in even a shower, just put deodorant. It was well, no. You need more than deodorant. That's well, I mean, that's, in this scenario, you, you need a carpet bombing for like teenage boys <laughs> that have just been outside all day, right? Yeah, but just like a yeah, bomb. That's it's not going to be enough. Just pop them with a water balloon with soap. But I, I think it's it's a typical a typical standoff here, right? The parent wants you to do something. The kid's like, I don't want to do that right now. I'll, I'll do it, just not right yeah. now. Which caused a little bit of tension. Now, I think I kind of agree with Chris. I think there was a better way to handle it. Mm. But at the end of the day, if you have a kid that's just Pasquale, are you scratching your eye with a <laughs> with a comb? Maybe that's a you're getting the teeth of the comb in your eye. What? No, the it wasn't. It wasn't. In, it was on that? the rim. Of the... Sh- I've never <laughs> seen anybody, anybody Listen. in my life. Get if a, Danny DeVito can use a toe knife, yeah. I can use an eye comb, all right? Uh, I don't think I don't know if you should be comparing yourself to the fictional <laughs> character of Frank Reynolds, <laughs> who is historically a degenerate. Uh-huh. Very I true. don't understand why you're that that's not a shining beacon of an example <laughs> that you're bringing forward here. Uh-huh. I, all right, you, you just got you just got a hair comb and you just 
plunge that into your <laughs> it eye. It wasn't in my eye. It I don't the, even the edge. I don't what? even know what I was talking about. I swear <laughs> to God, that has completely derailed me. I, I'm <laughs> I'm sure whatever I was going to say was a very poignant point. That was Something gonna. That was gonna unify as this. a parent, and it, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it, it's just one hundred percent doesn't matter. Okay. I just saw a grown man stick a comb in his eye, casually, without being prompted. That's nothing. This is what happens when Stefano's not here. We need somebody to keep order. This is this is this is decaying. It's anarchy. Uh, he's usually the anarchist. It's anarchy, degeneracy, and just. Yeah. Sloth, I guess. <laughs> All right. Is well, that our nicknames like. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I guess. Uh, <laughs> All right. Where, where are we landing on this? The asshole thing. I'm gonna say. I, can I create a new tier of kind of the asshole? But I, oh, you know yeah, what? That's so, what I feel. So there, here's the tier yeah. list, right? Uh, you are an yeah. asshole. You're not right. the asshole. Uh. Nobody yeah. sucks here, and everybody sucks. Or the other person's the asshole. That's usually yeah. you're not the asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm gonna say everyone sucks here. Just, just, mm. just by yeah. default of being a human teenager, male or female or 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 either. Yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah. Just by you're 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 default an asshole until eighteen, and then you have a decision to make on if you're gonna continue or not. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I'll say they're both the, the asshole. On the side of the parent, I get it. You're at wit's end. They're not listening to you. So yeah, you, sometimes you just gotta you gotta put the foot down. Mm-hmm. Does that make you an asshole? Yeah, right. but you also did the right thing. So yeah, I think uh, I think you could have pulled your kid to the side and been like, "Hey, like you stink," mm. and it's kind of gross. Oh, so you you think that there was room for a diplomatic approach? Yeah, there's always there's always the parent that goes for the nuclear yeah. option instead of actually communicating, and uh, I think communication is something that you get to, you you have to kind of keep working at. Yeah. Otherwise, you run into issues like this where like, okay, I'm just going to go to the nuclear option right. first. See, that's interesting mm-hmm. because like I would be deceitful. I would go down to the breaker room. <laughs> And just and turn I off would, the power. I, I turn off the power, and I blame. I'd blame it on God. I'd be like, I don't oh, act of God. Who, who who could have seen this coming? Can you believe that? And that's who why turned I, off the power. I guess you guys better go shower before the hot water turns off too. You know, who knows how how much time we have here? Oh God. Mm. But yeah, but yeah, it's good to know, Chris, that you're uh, you're more level headed than I am. <laughs> Well, someone has to be the parent in this situation. <laughs> I guess it comes with the age uh, of me compared to you guys. So I'm only like two years younger. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and don't ever forget <laughs> yeah, a young okay. man. Um, I'll say they're both both the asshole. Yeah. Just because they're yeah they're they both could be doing stuff better. Okay. Well, there we go. Well, the verdict of this one was oh, on. uh, yes, the parent was ah, the asshole. Shit, I had a drum roll ready. Oh wait! They agree that they were the asshole, not the kids. The the parent was the asshole. Oh, wow! Wow! Well, there we go. Yeah. It depends. Well, the people commenting. It depends. It's got a. I wish there was like an age range so you can see like what what age this person was. Because mm. like if they're like twelve, I get they would side with the kid. But if they're like fifty, I wouldn't see them 
Siding no, on that side. You can't be 12 on Reddit. You got to be 13 at least. So Okay, 13. So here's here's the top comments. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're the asshole. They are kids. They do this sort of thing. You definitely embarrassed your son in front of his in front of his friends for a very relatively minor issue. Uh, the next one. You're the asshole. Kids smell. You can tell your son to put deodorant on in private, but you have no right to enforce anything on his friends. If you expect prepubescent boys uh, to smell good, skip any of them coming over to your house for the next five to seven <laughs> years. <laughs> That's very true. And then the next one made a really, really good uh, point. This one was, uh, why would you want them to put deodorant on their already sweaty, smelly bodies without taking mm. a shower mm. first? Deodorant on top of funk is not better. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. All right. Well, yeah, so there we go. They're in agreement. Yeah. And honestly, I agree. But at the same time, I, uh, if you're a child, you're kind of a dick. All right. <laughs> that brings us to the exciting conclusion of... Am I the asshole? It's catching on. It's catching I was waiting on. Waiting for that. We got another one here. What's this one do? I don't like that one. Similar. It's like I don't similar. like that one. Yeah, it seems smaller. It seems small. Yeah. No, this is a big show. We. I want like the. You know, I want that whom. Got that base. I want that Oppenheimer. You know what I mean? <laughs> Speaking of which, you, don't you guys want that see Barbie? Barbie? No, I didn't. I did. Did you see Barbie? I did. How was I it? I did. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah? Uh, for it's all a life the in plastic uh, beta one, right? males, yeah. For all the beta males that uh, have issues with this movie, I'm sorry that you're. Um, I think so. Weak I think soy boy beta and, cuck um, is, is the word that. Uh, yes, soy boy right, beta cuck yeah. is a is a great way to describe yeah. them. Now, Chris, um, tell me about your incredibly prominent masculinity and how you were secure enough to go watch this movie that seems to be targeted. And correct me if I'm wrong. At, at 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 children. Uh, this is definitely not a really okay. Movie, I can so tell here's you the that. thing: I yeah. want to go watch it, right? Because I've 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 heard many yeah. weird theories before the movie actually came out of like what this movie actually is, and yeah, I've like, heard everything yeah. from like strange dystopian Truman Show to like <laughs> Twin Peaks to like they're just Barbies, and and I don't I don't know Chris, what to expect. Can you give us a general um, plot line? Sure. Uh, did you watch the first yeah. Lego movie? I think I did. There you go. Shit, okay. Well, now we're going right. to... Okay, well, I'm very much interested in that. Now, <laughs> now he's going to go watch um, it. Yeah, I'm going to go I'll watch it. Basically, basically, the Barbie movie follows the Lego uh, movie plot to the point that Will Ferrell is also... <laughs> oh, yeah. He, yeah. Is, is like Will Ferrell in, like in, the, in, the, in the actual movie? As the he, bad guy or something? Not quite the bad guy, but he is the ceo of mattel <laughs> so okay which is funny because in the lego movie he's yeah. mr business so yeah, incredible um yeah like it's i i don't know there's a lot of fragile egos out mm. there that can't let women have yeah. a thing well um, well i mean recently uh they were just allowed to play soccer so that's pretty good too we talked about that last week yeah <laughs> we oh, did yeah. Um, and and there was a lot of soy boy beta cucks that were mad that women can play sports. With I'm, I'm sensing a so. theme here. There, there seems to be mm-hmm. an issue. I, I I can't quite put my my finger on it, but I it makes me uncomfortable. As BBC, I I had such a fun time watching this movie because of all like the random 
stuff yeah. they threw in this. And I, I could not believe that this was a movie that was approved by the company that makes the toy. Is like, like that's like inappropriate or some of the jokes. Yeah. They just chuck and slander at Mattel. <laughs> not quite at like at Mattel, but like it was like um, at one point they they mentioned about genitals and. Uh, yeah, genitals. Uh, and then, then Bar- Barbies don't have. Well, that. well, hold on. You tell me that this, well, that's, this that's liberal that Barbie made, yeah. movie is bringing up genitals towards the children. They're already confused enough. Know, where we got to talk right? about genitals now? My God. Yeah, and then um, the other thing, uh, Barbie's partying, and she goes, "You guys ever thought about dying?" <laughs> <laughs> Just well, she got an existential then. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, go on. Yeah. And yeah, and then that's, and then they make a reference to existential crisis. <laughs> So. Wow! So apparently, whoever wrote the Barbie sh- movie is a, is a fan of the show. Yeah, that's a, that's, yeah. A, that's great to hear. I love that. All right, good. Yeah, Greta Gertwig, mm. um, big uh, let's kick oh, yeah. podcast yeah. fan. Yeah. That's for sure. It's on, it's on the wiki. Um, but uh, yeah, I I would say uh, as long as you're not like a a total beta cuck who thinks that he's an yeah. alpha male and everything like that you would enjoy this movie as long as you go in expecting to have fun because I'm, fun- I'm genuinely i am planning to do the the barbenheimer double feature <laughs> this this weekend interesting gonna, yeah how long is each movie uh barbie was like yeah, i think oppenheimer is probably around the same yeah three jesus is three? Yeah. Yeah. that's a long day it's only yeah. five hours what and you, um, you spend five hours a day i will day. say yeah uh it was really neat with all the people that dress up for the Barbie mm. movie, I think it's really, it's it's a really cool experience. It's kind of like when you go see like the Room or you go see um, uh, the Rocky Horror Picture mm. Show when people, people get, get involved with the movie. It. it felt, yeah, it felt like a lot of people got into it. And like even driving by the movie theater the last two weeks, I still see people coming out dressed in all pink, and it's That's it's cool. really, it's cute. That, it's how cool. many people in the theater were dressed in pink? Like. Like half? A lot of them. A lot yeah. of them. I think I was one of the few that wasn't wearing pink. Mm. Not because I wouldn't, because I don't own anything in pink. That's, that's just my favorite thing in general. When people like really get into something and, and they take what, what you know would be a mundane activity like going to the movies and they turn it into an, an event and an experience and it, it, it elevates yeah, sure. it to like the next level. And I, I think that's uh, that's magical. It's like the the... This is like average, your average person getting their taste of like a convention. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Barbie's first convention. And uh, for any <laughs> for anyone for anyone that's got a foot fetish, you get full on frontals of uh, uh, Margot, Margot Robbie's Robbie, feet. Uh, yeah. Margot Vote Robbie. is some oh, yeah. of the best feet on websites that I <laughs> legally can't mention on this podcast. That he has Easy. sold pictures on. <laughs> I I I don't so, yeah. have good feet. And I'm yeah. honestly like I'm comfortable with admitting that now. There was a time in my life where I'm like, I have good feet. I don't. I've I have phenomenal calves because <laughs> oh, you one know, of the one of the benefits of being overweight your whole life, you, you get gotta fucking, carry. You get chiseled calves. <laughs> yeah, 100%. it's insane, I got dude. Calves. Anyway, all right, well. <laughs> That's, I'm flexing them right now. They feel great. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about what we've been playing this last week before we get into the news. Mm-hmm. I, I, if it's okay with you guys, I would yep. like to take a couple minutes of your time to talk about Pikmin Four. 
Okay. Yeah, of course. I want to say a huge shout out to Miyamoto because he's gone on record as saying that Pikmin is his favorite franchise. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it's the only reason that this, that we're still getting these games. <laughs> but I'm so happy with Pikmin 4. As one of the few Pikmin fans on this goddamn planet, I want to say that the, the direction that they took Pikmin 4 is so incredible. Because they have completely and totally reset the timeline of the entire Pikmin franchise. And they are building a new canon with this game. Mm-hmm. Can you explain to me, because I've never touched a Pikmin game before. Right, yeah. What this game is about, because I have no idea. At its core, it's an RTS. Okay. So the way it works, so here's, this is what happened in Pikmin 1, okay? Yeah. Olimar crashes on an alien planet. His ship is destroyed. Okay. He has about 30 days of oxygen left before mm-hmm. he dies. Okay. He discovers a local life form called the Pikmin. That they're, they follow him and they're very happy with helping him to do stuff. And that's the premise of the game right there. So you use the Pikmin to fight enemies, collect resources, and mm. hopefully rebuild your ship to the point where you can get off the planet before you suffocate to death, right? Okay. It's a fun game for kids. And the way it works is that there's different types of Pikmin with different attributes that can do different things. Like red Pikmin are immune to fire. Uh, yellow Pikmin are immune to electricity and they're light so you could throw them farther. Blue Pikmin right. can swim, right? Okay. So that's the that's the basic premise. And the gameplay revolves around sending out Pikmin to items. And with enough of them, they could pick up the items, bring it back to your base, which could either be collectibles that you use to you know upgrade your ship or food that is fed to the Pikmin's home base that makes to more survive. Pikmin. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's the base game. What happened in Pikmin one is that there's actually there's multiple endings. So if you're if you find enough of the ship pieces then you could get off the planet and you don't die. If you don't and time runs out, Olimar dies. And the <laughs> Pikmin carry his body to the to the the Pikmin home base which is the onion and okay. it sucks him up and it spits out a seed of Olimar's face. <laughs> so what's interesting is that Pikmin 4 follows that timeline where where Olimar oh, wow. Olimar where was unsuccessful in escaping the planet and sends out a distress signal which is intercepted by uh, the rescue team. They go to the planet, crash, send out a distress signal, which you get, and you go to save the rescue team so you could find Olimar. Interesting that they had to add in an extra crash in there for there's no reason. There's so much more because Olimar apparently sent out his distress signal on every channel, so a lot of people went to this planet. Oh, So there's there's like 50 completely irrelevant civilians that have also crash landed (laughs) on this planet for various means that you need to find. And it's it's so good. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. But they're they're going like a certain like almost horror route where like the people that this is a it's an alien planet, so like. You know, Olimar and his people, they can't breathe on this planet, so they have their spacesuits. Right. But if the Pikmin yeah. take them and feed them to the Onion, they change into, like, a Pikmin hybrid <laughs> creature that is obsessed with the concept of Don Dori. Hmm. Now, Don Dori is the principle of when you have a lot of stuff to do, you organize your time so you could do it the most efficient way. Right. Which is the core concept of Pikmin. You know, it's like you have 100 Pikmin, you need 10 to move this thing because you have to go back and get them from the base because they don't come back to you. So you need Mm, to like you need to plan ahead and be like, okay, I have enough to defeat this monster, bring its corpse back to feed my boy. And I also need to carry all this. So it's 
look, with all that being said, if you're interested in Pikmin at all, Pikmin 4 doesn't matter if you played any of the other games because like, like they're just we're starting over baby this is a it's a new multiverse Olimar's dead nice. well you know <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly dead yeah regrown you could uh you could have a lot of fun with this and at its core it's just a fun it's just a fun well-made game that's cool. good i'm having a lot of fun with it i'm glad I'm, dude it. i'm having such a great time with pikmin 4 it's it's so well done. It's so beautiful. It's so breathtaking. The Pikmin die in horrific ways. There there, <laughs> there are some truly Eldritchian monsters on this planet that, like, when you see them, you're like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I guess. It's supposed to be a kid's game. <laughs> it's, there's a well. He's a little spoiler for one of the bosses that you could find uh, in deep within the caves, but it's a dubstep rave spider. Okay. It's called like it's like oh, a daddy no. rave legs or whatever it is. <laughs> and it's it's so okay. cool because like every every time it stomps its leg it's like to the beat mm. and what i really like about it is that you get the piclopedia which is like whenever you fight an enemy and bring it back you unlock like information about them so they go out of their way of like really explaining biologically like how these things work and like it's it's actually written like a survival guide it's really cool hmm. yeah much more involved than i thought it would be yeah no it's it's yeah it's it's I feel like Pikmin is one of those games where you, you expect something and then you play it and you're like, oh, this is not... It's not at all what I thought. I was not at all expecting this, dude. <laughs> but it's it's a fun time, and I look forward nice. to continuing it soon. Yeah. Cool. So that's what cool. I've been playing the last week. We've got about 16 hours in it so far. What about, uh, <laughs> what about you guys? Uh, I started to play... Um... Oh, uh, Alan Wake. Oh, uh, okay. The, re- the remaster one. In uh, preparation for Alan Wake too. Alice too, yeah, actually. I started playing. And I didn't. I'm like, I didn't realize like how it doesn't feel like a remaster. It feels like I'm playing the original, and like the quality isn't quite what I expected. You could say it's trash if it's trash. It's, you know, it's don't not you... trash. Well, it's a it's a remaster. It's sorry, a remaster. Truth. Yeah, remaster. So it feels like the controls kind of feel a little old. Yeah, old floaty kind of. Well, it's a remaster. It's not a remake. But I've already played it, and I was just like, I kind of started to get bored. So I stopped that and then went to, and I started Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm. And I'm only like a half hour into that. Not a remaster, but a proper remake. That's a proper remake. I have a question. Why are you so opposed to playing new games? What? (laughs) <laughs> what new games? Why well, do, do you... I played Zelda? Right. You shut your mouth. Yeah, which is just Breath of the Wild too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We played so that one already. What, what new game is out? I, I, I I'm just wondering because it's like every week I'm like, oh, I'm finally playing this game that came out eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, to be to be fair, the remake came out like last year. That's true. Yeah, that's relatively recent. It's and according to you, it's a totally different game than the original. It is, yeah. It's an incredibly yeah. different game for the original. Yeah, it's not even. It's like almost incomparable. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. But the game looks great. Oh, it looks phenomenal. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's it's staggeringly impressive what they're able to to put out. Yeah. Yeah. I I beat the first like boss in like the first chapter. That's good. That's not but, bad. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's fun. You, go. you get so one far. of these. Thanks. There you go. Good job, man. 
Good job. Here you go. Chris, what have you been playing this last week? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been doing the final roundup on Zelda. I uh, rolled credits, mm. and I am trying to get all the side quests and side adventures and all that stuff done. I have about 10 side adventures left, and that's including finding all the wells and finding all the caves. Mm-hmm. So you still got you still got like a, a decent amount of stuff to get through. Uh, well, I finished the compendium. I've uh, finished all the shrines and everything like go. that. Uh, Very just, nice. So it's just side adventures, Koroks, and killing all the big right. bosses. All right. I mean, I guess I want to ask. You guys got predictions for DLC when it comes to uh, Tears of the Kingdom? You think we're going to get any? Mm. Probably. I can see us getting some. I'm very surprised that we don't have a Master Mold already built in. I'm assuming that we're going to get that. I don't think it came... No, that was... I don't think it came with that the was part of the DLC until yeah. the DLC. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're gonna get one of those coming. I, I feel it. Yeah. And I'd love to get more story content. Maybe something I'm set sure in the be. past would be interesting. Unless by playing as. Oh yeah, Zelda. or I feel like they're gonna save all that for the inevitable uh, Hyrule Warriors three that we're gonna get, mm. and we're just gonna yeah, so we're gonna get all that stuff there. I've- I was feeling for the whole game. I'm like, it's going to do at one point like a back-in-time thing and you play a Zelda temporarily. Mm. But, man, you know. Thankfully, yeah, no, I don't <laughs> want that in. I'm sorry. Okay, as much as I love the Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, um, I really hate the voice actors. <laughs> <laughs> why, is there a reason why? Like, you just you just don't like the Yeah, the, the fake... The, the fake, fake yeah. English accent from someone who's from right, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And the Link, the blood moon rises once again. Oh, I skip that as soon as I can. <laughs> oh, as soon as I can hit that button to skip, I'm out of there. I get out of there most of the time before she even starts talking. So I try, but like they switch up the button. The, the second sometimes. I see that fog start swelling on the screen, I'm I'm s- Spam in that button. When the glow of the blood moon rises into the air, Ganon's forces come back. Shut up. You know, that voice sounds like a mid 2000 Harry Potter spoof on It uh, did, actually. <laughs> on YouTube that you would find. Borderline Miss Doubtfire. Yeah. Almost Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. Yeah. He's got the he's got the accent going, yeah. 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 I don't know. It's just I can't stand that voice. Like, if I could, I would switch that to Japanese and then everything else in English. <laughs> <laughs> that would improve it greatly, I think. Yeah, yeah. it would definitely improve yeah. it greatly. Oh, okay. What's your Chris? You got you got plans for the next game that you're going to dive into after Zelda? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go back and finally finish um, my FedEx delivery game uh, because I put that one on on hold and then i'm gonna try and get back to some of my stack that i've been meaning to play uh i'm not gonna play assassin's (laughs) creed because i have spider-man to play in october and uh, mario wonder as well we 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 pretty much uh, have like one major game release coming every month for the rest of this year which is yeah insanity it is insanity i have no idea i'm sure there's something though yeah I'm yeah, sure there's something. something. Come on, next month, August, one of the biggest months in all of gaming. Come on, dude. Uh, we got oh, of course, 
Baldur's, Baldur's Gate, Gate 3. 3, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, WrestleQuest. Uh, Stray Gods, the role-playing musical. Atlas Falling. Moving Out 2. The Cosmic Wheels Ooh. Sisterhood. The Texas Chainsaw oh Massacre. Uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Uh, Immortals of Avium. Uh, Blasphemous 2. Armored Core 6. Goodbye Volcano High. Uh, Samba de Amigo Party Central. And Sea of Stars. I'm sure one of those is interesting to somebody. All right, good. Probably. Good stuff. You know what? We I think that's the most we've ever talked about video games on this podcast. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, now let's get back to the the main topic. You know, the one that we always come back to on the show. Activision. Mm. And Mm. legal issues. It's time for the news, boys. Boom Stinger. Activision is suing TikTok creator Anthony Fantano. Oh, shit. Wait, where's wow. Stefano? Hold on. Wait, <laughs> Is that his evil We, oh, we might actually have an insider into this case here. <laughs> Activision is suing TikTok creator Anthony Fantano, um, a.k.a. Needle Talk or The Needle Drop, in an effort to stymie the video maker's stymie. recent... Stymie? That's a yeah. Pokemon, dude. <laughs> yeah, <it's> stymie, yeah. <laughs> Stymie is what it evolves into. <laughs> video yeah. game maker, uh, the video maker's recent legal threats over Activision's use of his content in a Crash Bandicoot video. No per way. the official complaint filing, Activision's lawsuit pertains to a TikTok of Fantano's from 2021 dubbed the Slices video, which went viral at the time. In the following years, Activision claims hundreds of thousands of TikTok users have incorporated audio from said video into their own TikTok, generally called It's Enough Slices. I think we've all, we've all, we're all familiar with this one. Maybe not Pasquale because of his. I am not. It's it's good. It's good. It's enough slices. It's enough slices. There we go. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Something that Fantano has claimed to have celebrated and even boasted about in the subsequent video. However, Activision goes on to claim that when the company attempted to use Fantano's audios in its own TikTok about Crash Bandicoot sneakers, Fantano claimed it constituted a false endorsement of the sneakers and could Mm. mislead viewers into thinking he approved of or was otherwise connected to the sneakers. In violation of the 1946 Lanham Act, Activision says that Fantano has de- demanded that Activision play him, pay him substantial monetary damages or he will sue, despite Activision having since taken down the clip. Hmm. Activision claims its use of Fantano's audio is protected by TikTok's terms of services, which state that many users may extract all or any portion of user content created by another uh, to produce additional user content. Additionally, the suit notes that Fantano made the audio available in TikTok's audio library deliberately to be used by others. The company seeks a statement from the court declaring that Activision is not in violation of the Lanham Act, 
nor of violating Fantano's rights of publicity. Fantano has yet to issue a response or comment on the situation. Mm. There we go. So that's where we stand. Huh. Well, I can I can kind of see their argument as like you put it on this platform as a thing for people to use to meme on and they're kind of just taking advantage of that because that's what you do. I mean, are do you think they took advantage of it? This is basically a company finding a popular audio and then making a video off of it. Like that's something that, that Yeah, they're 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 taking advantage of it being yeah. something that's already right. popular. Like it's that's that's what yeah, people it's do. It's just part of the trend. It's yeah, they're hopping yeah, on a so trend. I don't I I don't see what the problem is here. <laughs> like I don't understand what this guy is expecting to happen. This is this is how first of all, this is how marketing and social media exists right now in 2023. Like companies 100%. are just making shitpost meme videos on their socials yeah. and like just pumping it through. Whenever there's a trending audio, whenever there's like a, a trend that is catching on and is becoming popular, everyone jumps on mm-hmm. it. Like that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. fact that this guy is like, I'm going to sue you for, for, for <laughs> what, what did it say here? He's suing him because he's like, oh, you're saying I'm endorsing your Crash False Bandicoot sneakers video. It's like, what are you talking about, dude? Well, it's not like they're, they're like directly putting him in the video. No, they're just, like, they just he use said it. Thing. They use the audio that he published on the platform that lets people use published audios. I don't understand. This is a legally he has no standing ground. Yeah, and legal legally he has no standing ground. Personally, I think he's kind of an idiot. He probably just trying to get money for for nothing. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But like, Like, okay, let's be honest. If you're gonna go after and sue somebody, Activision is like right up on the list with like Disney and Nintendo. Of like, don't even. Yeah, you're you're not you're not winning that. Unless they like fucking oh. shot you or yeah, something. Yeah, unless they like, like <laughs> unless they like killed your mom or something. Like like there's <laughs> like you're not going to be able to hold a, a, a candle up to the legal force that they have access to at all times. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's just let's say like in a weird, bizarre yeah. world that like this actually did go to court and he won. Right. Like all these times that like people and companies have used memes like. Like uh, Pedro Pascal uh, eating the cracker, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, stuff like that. Where like they could honestly get residuals and stuff like that. Like the the Michael Shannon one that's going on right now, where it's like, oh boy, I'm such a lucky boy. I'm gonna go home now and thank you so much. You know, like they, <laughs> like they're really weird. Yeah, you know, like stuff like that. Like you're you're literally opening up the door for everybody to do this people like that to to get residuals on anything and then you congratulations you single-handedly killed yeah yeah if we (laughs) if yeah no absolutely if this does go to court and it does get passed one way or the other then you're you're opening up pandora's box right it will never go there that will never everyone would burger king like you know how many people use that whopper audio with everything (laughs) that they're doing right like burger king would just own the earth at that point right like (laughs) the the legal nightmare and, and the back and forth yeah no it would it would kill it would kill the platform absolutely yeah because yeah. nobody's going to want to deal with that shit anymore. Yeah. 
And and if there's one thing that people don't want to do right now, it's create original content when they could just piggyback off 100%. Like, Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, like, what am I going to do? Think of ways to promote my brand autonomously? Screw that, dude. I'm just going to... I'm, I'm just going to suck off of whatever's working this week, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's interesting to see. Well, I mean, like, this article says Activision is suing him back. So, like... I, <laughs> He's fucked. No. Yeah, <laughs> That's like, I, it. I was trying to... Do we know how much they're suing him for? Because sometimes they just sue there, just for lawyer no, fees. Sometimes they just sue for a dollar. No information right now. Yeah. There's no information on that right like, there now. There was... Uh, there was a court case a few months back where um, this guy was skiing in, uh, I think I believe it was Aspen or Colorado or something like that, and ran into Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. and was suing Gwyneth Paltrow for that. And she countersued for a dollar just because, like, you have to you have to sue, but she didn't want to bankrupt Yeah. Them. Yeah, but but pay your lawyer fees. That's it. Now, 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 here's where things get interesting. Do you guys think that there's a difference between like making like a shit post meme video, or do you think there's actual ground here because like this was a product that they were selling? No, just a yeah, just a shit post yeah, meme. Okay. I I agree with that as well. I just figured you, we might as well bring it up for cancel council deliberation. Yeah, mm, yeah who knows? Yeah. We could be wrong. We're not lawyers. <laughs> yeah, we're not lawyers. What do we know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I believe the acronym is uh, ANAL. Mm. Uh, I am not a lawyer. That's INAL. <laughs> INAL. Well, I ANAL. I ANAL. Yeah. I am not a lawyer. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, it's, like the, oh, it's, like the, the, yeah. it's like the new Apple product. I ANAL. I ANAL. Yes, I ANAL. <laughs> right. You know, like, I, am I the asshole? Is, am I the uh, ANAL? AM. Oh, AMTA. Yeah. So it's uh, am, I am oh, not a go, lawyer. I anal. Steve Jobs died, so I anal could fly. <laughs> that's that's uh, or slide, whatever. Which I think is in bad taste because didn't he have prostate cancer? Okay, hold on. Oh, did he? To, we might have to cut Ooh. that. We might have to <laughs> cut this. Oh, 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 oh. oh. So come on, that. man. That's not funny. <laughs> right. Well, boom, stinger. We got some good news. Ubisoft clarifies that it will not be deleting your game libraries due to inactivity after fans lose their mm. goddamn minds. Yeah. Um, I I don't know about you guys, but like I was like, yep, this is this is the downfall of digital gaming right here. Is when you get a company that goes, All right, all your stuff's gone. Because like <laughs> this can happen on Steam. If you lose your Steam That's account. It. Your games oh, yeah. are gone. If Steam shuts down for whatever reason, you've got nothing. Right. No, but not even that. If you get banned from Steam, you don't get a refund on all your games. You don't get to keep yeah. your games. Your games that you purchased just, do not just, belong just to you Just don't anymore. get banned. That's yeah. it. Yeah, well. So over, over the weekend, fans of Ubisoft, which is an oxymoron, uh, underwent a minor panic as rumors spread that Ubisoft might be spontaneously deleting inactive Ubisoft accounts, permanently mm-hmm. destroying digital game libraries if users aren't logging in often enough. However, Ubisoft has now clarified that this is false and users' digital game libraries are safe even if their accounts are inactive. Rumors were kicked off when a tweet circulated, which I don't think we could call them tweets anymore. 
I think I do believe they're called uh, X's. X's, I think, is uh, when an X circulate. I'm not calling it that. When a tweet <laughs> circulated showing an email entitled Ubisoft account closure due to inactivity, the email instructed that the recipient's Ubisoft account had been temporarily suspended and would be closed permanently in 30 days unless the closure was canceled by the account owner. Mm. It's actually interesting, too, because like this is a proper Ubisoft email. This isn't a spam account. This isn't a bot or anything like that. Well, it's, it's a bot, but... But yeah, this is right. uh, the email here. Hello, we noticed that you have not been using your Ubisoft account associated with the email address, which is your email address here. We have temporarily suspended mm-hmm. your inactive Ubisoft account and will be closing it permanently in 30 days in accordance with our terms of use. If you wish to keep your Ubisoft account, you can cancel its closure by clicking on the cancel button below before the date. Uh, so the email was then confirmed to be legitimate by the official Ubisoft Twitter account, which reiterated right. the given instructions for canceling the pending account closure. So the guy reached out. They're like, hey, I got this email saying that my account's going to be like deleted in 30 days unless I do something. Is this a scam? Is this like some weird thing? Is this somebody trying to somehow get access it does to sound like a hacker or something yeah so they sent it to like mm-hmm. official ubisoft support and they're like no yeah that's uh that's, that's us yeah no it's, that's a post up fan go ahead do it <laughs> uh while all this is legitimate what caused people to panic was the context offered by the original poster who claims that you will lose all of your purchases forever mm-hmm. so here's uh here's the world that we're living in now well, we already know with Ubisoft that they closed down a lot of the servers that held the DLCs for a lot of their older games, meaning that they're completely inaccessible. Yeah, yeah. So you already paid for something that you can't use yeah. now. I did read somewhere, I don't know if it's true or not, that they were going to shut down all the DLC for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which was interesting. There's no way that's happening within our yeah. lifetime. I, I don't <laughs> I'll see if I can find it again, but I you, Ubisoft I broke the one game a year cycle for Valhalla. That 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 game is gonna be it's it's set. Live and supported for at I least... don't know, we're getting a new one, so they might be like, Oh, yeah, just play that'll all the have new ones. crossover DLC with Valhalla. Like, don't worry about like Valhalla, <laughs> you're fine, dude. You're fine. Don't worry about it. No problem. No, we got we got at least another thirty to forty years before Valhalla starts peeling off the, the ethernet uh in an email to ign ubisoft clarified that sen- its stance on account deletions the publisher confirmed it has for many years now deleted inactive accounts in accordance with the eu's general data protection regulations or the gdpr on how okay. long companies are permitted to store individual personals information the company claims its policies are aligned with legal requirements and with the standard and within the standards of the industry as a whole, and that they also serve as fraud prevention. Ubisoft also clarified its criteria for account deletion, noting that it absolutely does not include accounts that have purchased games attached to them. The publisher takes the followings into account. So here are the credentials. Okay. The gaming activity of the account since its creation. The account's libraries or accounts that include purchased PC games are not eligible for deletion. This is emphasized heavily by Ubisoft. 
the duration mm-hmm. of inactivity of the account, meaning the last login to our ecosystem, including from Ubisoft games on Steam and other platforms. In practice, as of today, we have never deleted accounts that have been inactive for less than four years. The existence of an active subscription tied to the account. So basically what this means is that if you made a Ubisoft account, never bought any games, never loaded up any Ubisoft games with it, never had an active subscription with it, after four years or more, they might delete it. Yeah, that doesn't sound as bad as as things were being made out to be. Like that makes sense. It's an unused account that's being deleted. Yeah, especially if they're trying to keep within accordance of like, you know, the EU general data protection regulation being like, hey, like they're not a customer. They have an account, but like you can't keep it. So you got to get rid of it at some point. Like I get that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, it it does really it, it does once again open up the conversation that we've had on this podcast before of like you don't own anything. Unless you actually buy mm-hmm. it and have it in your hands. And even in that case, you probably don't own it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ubisoft added that emails such as the ones circulated are sent to users 30 day prior uh, to account deletion. And if a user tries to log in during that window, you will receive a notice to a link to reactivate the account before logging in. There's a whole bunch of stuff that you could check out on the official website for Ubisoft. If you're interested in reading the policy and terms and agreement and user agreement and all that fun stuff, you could do that. We're not going to do that because, like, we has got time for that, you know? <laughs> Legal jargon and yeah. all that such. Of course, worried. there's still plenty more to worry about regarding digital ownership of games or other media and the risk of losing those libraries at any time, especially at a time when digital game releases seem poised to push out physicals any day now. But you could rest assured that at least in this situation, Ubisoft isn't obliterating accounts willy-nilly. Well, that's yeah. a bonus. Yeah. No, but I look, no matter what, I'm always gonna have problems with the big companies coming in and taking away my games, you know? Yeah, I we need regulations. We need regulations in place that these games are ours. They were the the forefathers of this country wrote them into the constitution. You have the right to bear video <laughs> games. Yeah. And now we have these companies coming in, pushing their agendas, trying to take away our games. I just, I don't like yep. it. If, I don't like it either. It's going really fast, though. Like, how it seems to be going from uh, digi- physical to digital. Yeah, the transition period is, is staggering. Like, like within our a couple lives, years. We, within a couple of years, yeah, no, like, that, that's the thing. Technology grows exponentially, right? We got yeah. to the point where, like, mm-hmm. okay, we don't have to hunt anymore. All right, cool. Let's make nukes. Shit, like, like, like <laughs> within within the span of a hundred years, we were completely industrialized, revolutionized. You know, we have factories building up, and now now we're here. Now they're yep. taking away our Split games. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. You know, and another hundred years will be on Neptune. Another hundred years will forgo our physical forms and will mm-hmm. activate. You know, join the Matrix as oh. beings of pure energy. Okay. <laughs> In which case, there won't be any physical media because uh, the physical plane will be behind us. I mean, mm-hmm. if future almost to teach but us anything. At the same time, we will we will also be the video game. Oh, oh shit! What if we're already? We are the video game already. Yeah. Oh, you believe we're living in a sim? Okay. Yeah. So what you're trying to say is my life is like a video game, trying hard to beat the stage, all while I am still collecting coins. 
Um, <laughs> I believe what he's trying to say is we're all NPCs and someone else is the hero oh, of the story. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, that explains bad. a lot of the trauma we're, in my we're, life. We're the hero of our own stories. No. It's just Are a we? sad story for a lot of us. I feel like I'm the villain <laughs> in my arc. You're, you're the hero of your story. The good news is you're the main character. The bad news is it's a tragedy. <laughs> Ooh. See, you never know what genre you're in. <laughs> Everyone It's definitely an every, everybody wants to be the main character until you realize that it's a it's a historical war re- reenactment. Ooh. Hmm. Alright, well. Speaking of tragedies, it's time to talk about Overwatch. Boom Stinger. <laughs> Man, into one fire and into the next with Activision, right? <laughs> Well, you know, uh, the Overwatch League is uh, dead yeah. as we know it. Uh, around 50 people in Activision Blizzard's esports department were let go this week as the Overwatch League interest rapidly cools down. Uh, it's looking pretty dire for the Overwatch League. The, the competitive esports scene built around Activision Blizzard's popular hero shooter as the company laid off about 50 employees july 18th uh according to a report by the verge uh the overwatch league's fate is uh after the current season which is slated to end october uh is up to the team leaders uh later this year owners will be able to determine a new operating agreement or choose to terminate the league entirely uh activision blizzard laid out during its q2 earnings call uh july 19th Hmm. If uh, if the teams do not vote to continue under an updated agreement, a termination fee of $6 million will be payable to each persis- participating t- uh, team entity. And a total fee of approximately $114 million. So, uh, Activision so if they said. vote to not continue, they'll be... They'll receive six million per team. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I'm. I'm out. <laughs> Bye. Uh-uh. Okay. I do believe like it's uh, two million dollars to buy in. Okay. So they're really making for four. for Overwatch League, and the pot. I think when you win a season of Overwatch League is usually like a a one million dollar grand. Prize. So they're winning six years worth of like winning. Basically. So essentially what this is is that Blizzard is like, we just don't want to do this anymore. Get out. (laughs) Yeah. Here's a payout. This is no longer financially viable to us. I think it's because people aren't watching Overwatch League because it's not... It's not as it's, it's not what interesting it was. as some of the other esports. Yeah. And it's, it's also not yeah. what it was. And they're kind of... They're losing the glimmer of hope because they... Look at all the things that have been happening with Activision Blizzard. Mm-hmm. And as uh, I do believe one of the former devs of Blizzard himself said that the Blizzard that you once knew and love is dead and is being puppeted. The corpse of Blizzard is being puppeted by Activision <laughs> trying to 
hit on your nostalgia for what it is and bleed you dry. Well, that's been happening for years now. And and, yeah. and, and to be fair, that's yeah. not just with Activision Blizzard. That's with pretty Almost much every with everything that yeah, you love. But there's a lot of people that think that Blizzard's going to come back and be the company yeah. that they were. And, and uh, as as it's been stated, uh, the company that you knew is you know, dead. It, and it's never It's really interesting to see you know, not to sound morbid, but like it's interesting to see the fall of Overwatch just gradually mm. taking place month after month. Because <laughs> I remember, like, when the original Overwatch released, it was such a big deal, and it, it single-handedly like reinvigorated the hero shooter genre. Like, we got so yeah. many knockoffs of people trying to chase that hype that was Overwatch, right? I, even Gearbox mm. Studios released that weird Hero Born or something like that. Like, they made their own. That just yeah. cratered with with a few of them that cratered weeks of release. Battle Battleborn. Battleborn. Yeah, Battleborn. That uh, there was Battleborn. There was because the, that was released at the same time. I think that yeah yeah there was Battleborn. There was um oh the fake Overwatch one. Um, there was a few of them. Shoot, I can't. Yeah, yeah. The, and but but none of them really caught on i mean now now there's you know valorant which is also like very, fairly popular right and, and for the most part is basically a hero shooter game, stuff. right yeah you pick your pick your your hero get out there right so but yeah no it's it's really interesting to see just the fall of it and really like the the fall of overwatch is attributed to stupid ass decisions made consistently over and over again well, to speak on that, like Overwatch League has already been plagued with issues for a long yeah. time. And we've seen it this year on the Overwatch League season was already filled with like tons of complications. And such as like a fan favorite team, which is the Chenden, uh, Chengdu Hunters, was completely dissolved yeah. uh, after Chinese publisher Niti's declined to keep overwatch playable in mainland china and then uh other teams have completely switched countries uh so like there was the paris eternal team uh, it moved to vegas of course, yeah. and fusion uh was the philadelphia philadelphia fusion went to seoul korea <laughs> you know like um rosters are being completely shaken up um even, uh, I guess you call them Vegas Eternal now. They were Paris yeah. Eternal. Uh, they, they had three players that started right in the middle of the season of the of the midseason madness tournament. Wow. And Overwatch League's halfway point leading up to the grand finals in October. Like this is that's how often do you get like a sports team that you add three new players midway yeah. into a season in any that's other just, kind that's of just sport? Not good. Honestly, I, I think right here, this is the nail in the coffin, right? Chinese publisher NetEase declined to keep, to keep Overwatch playable in mainline China. Once you get mm. that, that's it. For, for Activision <laughs> and Blizzard, who they, they love the Chinese market, man. I mean, why, why wouldn't you? Make some they, money. They just, they just, chuck, they just mm. chuck money at you nonstop. I'm sure uh, Stefano would have some choice words. <laughs> That's about fine. That he could he could think whatever um, he wants, but you know. But uh, yeah, no, it's just like it's you, you lose that market, and a lot of things no longer become financially viable. 
Well, and then if you're, you've also lost a whole section of audience. If you're losing the Asian audience, yeah. like, yeah. you know, that's that's like, usually who's watching. Millions upon right? millions of billions. Of like yeah. that's like, a, like a quarter of the planet almost. Like, so. In addition to the 50-person layoff, viewership isn't what it once was, according to The Verge. Um, Overwatch leader Commissioner Sean Miller underscored Activision Blizzard's commitment to the esports. I want to be clear on one thing in particular, he says, that Overwatch remains committed to the competitive ecosystem uh, in 2024 and beyond. Uh, we're building toward a revitalized global scene that prioritizes players and fans. There we go. Mm-hmm. I don't believe. I don't. I don't buy it. But uh, you know, hey, what, what do I know? Do we think? Uh, I mean, at the at the at the rate it's going, I don't think Overwatch is going anywhere. Um, but I think it's going to be a good couple of years before we see Overwatch three at this point. Yeah. Well, how, when did Overwatch two just came out? Like last year, right? It's relatively recent, yeah. Yeah. They really are speedrunning uh, the destruction <laughs> of this game. How fast can we destroy a game? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> really, that's, it just comes down to money, man. If it's no longer pulling in the numbers, if, if the cost yeah. investment is no longer worth it to them, then it's gone. It's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've, we've seen it enough with Blizzard Activision that, like, you know, if you want to keep money in a certain pocket, they have no problem... Uh, you know, going back on their beliefs and their morals, as long as it keeps a particular country that has a lot of oil-rich money happy or has, you know, a lot of paying participants to, to keep them business no Business well 101, man. Mm-hmm. Kill, kill off a couple morals that, you know, it's not even keep morals that they believe happy. in. It's just, you know, parade beliefs that are marketable in one country and then you hide them in a, one that's not mm-hmm. marketable. Like that's all it is. They that's don't right. care. They don't care either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter to them, dude. Either way, they're get, they're making bank. All right. Well, right. It's a moment of silence for Overwatch League. Uh, it's joining Stefano and Valhalla. Oh! With that, <laughs> let's move on to the final section of the show, boys. It's time to play a little game that we like to call, uh, technically. <laughs> There it is. All right. Well, welcome to the end of the show where we'd like to play a little game. And, of course, this game is called uh, Technically. There is one rule to the game. When I read you a statement, all answers have to begin with uh, Technically, just like Jeopardy. You may interrupt me at any time that you think you have the answer. And first to two correct answers wins the game last week pat you and stefano tied up (laughs) once again leaving pasquale with two while you both have Mm. four now pasquale (laughs) you have the chance to climb up one point higher you only you only got one shot Do not miss your chance to go. At the same time, Pat, you have the opportunity to now get yourself ahead. 
I'll be I'll be and honest. Stefano's not here. I, I know it's it's disrespectful to to smack talk a, a political opponent when they're not in the room, but sure. I just don't respect him. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Take that. So I I will be using this opportunity to advance myself far away mm. from him, and uh, far far away. And you know, hey, if I happen to win this round, I will. You know, I'm gonna make sure he knows. There you go. And with that, the high road your, first, your first statement. I'm digging a tunnel, is baby. About, <laughs> your first statement is about Metroid. Oh, good. All right. Metroids are a parasitic energy siphoning life form that originate from the planet Talon 5. Or sorry, Talon 4. I missed the I in that one. Born to compete born to combat an even more menacing parasitic organism native to the planet SR388 called the X. The Metroid series, named after these life forms, focuses primarily on the missions of Samus Aran and her interactions with the Metroid species, which share some of the same elements to her own origins and seem to intrinsically linked with her. Did you say that the home planet of the Metroid was SR388? No, I said uh, the X come from SR388 and the uh, Metroids um, originate from Talon 4. Uh, Technically, you have that reversed. The Metroids are actually originated from planet SR388. Uh, no, what the the X are from planet uh, SR three eighty eight. All right, give it. Give us one more read through then. So okay, everything sounds right. Try this again. <laughs> All right, let me make this bigger so I can see this without squinting. All right, the Metroids are a parasitic, energy siphoning life form that originate from the planet from the planet Talon Four born to combat an even more menacing parasitic organism native to the planet SR388 okay. called the X. The Metroid series, named after these life forms, focuses primarily on the missions of Samus Aran and her interactions with the Metroid species, which share some of her element some elements of her own origins and seem intrinsically linked with her. Uh, technically, she doesn't share the origins with them, but she's developed uh, connections to them later on. Uh, no, mm. we do find out that she actually has some elements linked within the Metroid. I don't know, man. I, I can't pinpoint what the what the issue is there. I'm not. You got to guess. On I, this I one? got nothing. Okay, I'm gonna call this one a fault. No one got this one. Um, the Metroids don't originate from Talon 4. The Metroids were actually bioengineered by the Chozo to fight the X. That is... They weren't... They don't originate from a planet. Okay. Shit. That does make sense. All right. Technically, the Chozo are bird people, and I hate them in Dread. (laughs) Yeah, they're... Quite menacing, right? 
Well, hopefully we'll do a little bit better oh, with this right. one. This one is about Star Wars, The Force Unleashed. Oh. I played that a year oh. ago. All right. The project bridges the first two Star Wars trilogies, acting as an origin story for both the United Rebel Alliance and the Galactic Civil War depicted in the original trilogy. The game introduces a new protagonist named Revenant, a powerful Force user trained by Darth Vader as a secret apprentice who is tasked with hunting down Jedi survivors of the Great Jedi Purge. Uh, technically, his name is Revenant. Uh, no, his name is not Revenant. Isn't it Lock Revenants? How do you remember this? No, because it was the main. It was the character's name. I don't remember main characters from like twenty-year-old games. <laughs> what do you What do you want from me? Oh, I don't remember I, shit about this game. His name was Lock Revenants. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give it another uh, read-through. <laughs> okay. The project bridges the first two Star Wars trilogies acting as an origin story for both the United Rebel Alliance and the Galactic Civil War depicted in the original trilogy. The game introduces a new protagonist named Revan, a powerful Force user trained by Darth oh, Vader no. it, to be his you, secret uh, Technically, his name was Starkiller. That's correct. Oh, Christ. D- do you know where the name Revan comes from? Uh, Darth Revan, which was the Planet Eater. Mm. This one has a video game tie-in, so oh, that's why I'm, I'm seeing if you know. I, I'm I'm going to give you the point, uh, unless Squally can be a little more I correct. No but <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, point to Pat. Uh, Revan is actually f- introduced in Star Wars Legends. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And then it was made canon, so. Okay. Cool. There you go. Beautiful. There we point. go. See, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to Star Wars every once in a while. There <laughs> you go. Well, this next one is about Sonic and Oh, Knuckles. never mind. All right. Okay. Pasquale, this is uh, all you, baby. I know no, how much it's you not. <laughs> You're a huge fan of Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. All right. Sonic and Knuckles simultaneously uh, came alongside its predecessor, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, in 1994. They were planned as a single game until time constraints and a cartridge cost forced the developers to split it in two. The Sonic and Knuckles cartridge features an adapter that allows players to connect Sonic the Hedgehog 3 cartridge, creating a combined game called Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Sonic 2 can also be attached, allowing players to control Knuckles in the Sonic 2 stages. Attaching the original Sonic the Hedgehog or any other Genesis game released prior to this will load up a picture of Dr. Robotnik shaking his finger and laughing. Chris, I'm going to save you some time with this one. Mm-hmm. Neither of us. I didn't, even, I, didn't even, I didn't even know this was a thing that was possible. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I I don't mean to speak for Pasquale, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you could just fair. No, I, no, can, go you ahead. Can, you can safely skip this one. I'm I'm just saying, uh, technically that's all bullshit. <laughs> they couldn't do any of that. I don't know. <laughs> this is one of the best selling 
Sonic games on the Genesis. I'm surprised you guys don't know anything. Look, about the best selling Sonic it. game is still like the worst selling Mario game. So like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Well, this one, this one has a two part answer that I'm willing to take okay. either on it. <laughs> uh, technically, nothing happens when you connect it to the first Sonic. Uh, no, th- there, there is something that does happen when you connect it to the first Sonic. I will say that you have found something that is wrong with my statement. Mm. But you did not identify the other thing that mm. I had wrong in this. I'll be honest, I, I have no idea. I like okay. beyond that, I'm stumped. I okay. would also make the we'll, argument we'll, that Pasquale is just trying to think of something instead of actually knowing what it is. You know, you can you can totally yeah, no, shit your way into an answer. It's 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 totally plausible. Uh, uh do you do you want to take a stab at it or do you want me to just I have call it? I have no idea. Just call it. I got no idea. Okay. Um well, there's two possible things that you guys could get on this one. Uh, the first one is that um, if you do hook up the original Sonic the Hedgehog Granny Genesis game released prior to this, uh, you will unlock the Blue Sphere minigame. Okay. And uh, he also wasn't called Dr. Robotnik. Oh, fuck, it was Eggman! Eggman. God damn it! Oh. Robotnik was him before he ate the bad egg. So... Uh, <laughs> North America knows uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Robotnik as his name, but um, you know his his name is technically Doctor Eggman, mm. and uh, yeah. Damn it. I don't like that. You you caught us over a localization dispute. <laughs> that's not that's not very cash money of you. Yeah. Well. Damn it! There you All go. right. You better have another one lined up. Nope. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I got a bunch <laughs> of these. So no We're going to burn through them tonight. <laughs> Let's burn through them. I also have contingencies if you don't mm. get any of them. So okay. there you go. All right. This next one is about Batman Arkham Asylum. Shit. Okay. All right. Batman Arkham Asylum is an action-adventure game viewed from the third-person perspective. The player controls Batman as he traverses Arkham Asylum, a secure facility for the criminally insane located uh, off the technically coast it's never really City. secured <laughs> i mean supposedly yeah allegedly <laughs> it's never allegedly. once been secured yeah <laughs> yes all right um i'll continue on <laughs> once the player emerges onto the island they can freely explore the entire game world batman can run but technically jump, they can't climb. freely explore it they have to unlock areas uh I'll say you're you're you've pretty much got it unless Pat can be a more specific. How can I be more specific than that? Uh, technically, it yeah. it isn't truly open world because it's not real. Batman can't can't go like <laughs> Batman can't go to Metropolis in that game. So how are you calling it open world? You know, like can Batman decide? I don't want to do this right now. I'm going to go to the back. Can't do it. <laughs> So, like, really, where's the illusion of choice I mean, drawn there? It's how sandbox, Batman, I guess. How does Batman know? Like, does what does does outside Arkham Asylum actually exist? 
in that universe? Only in our minds. Or is it just a concept? It's right now what we're seeing is a concept of the caged elephant. You know, when they're a baby, you put them in a in a chain fence; they can't break it. And then when they get older, you switch <laughs> it into rope. They could break that son of a bitch, but they don't because they know that they can't. They can't break the rope. That's 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 what this is all about, right, Chris? Give me the point. Give me the point, Chris. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, Pasquale, I will give this one to you. Um, (laughs) Some areas remain inaccessible in the game until a certain milestone Mm. has been reached in the main story, which is getting the grapple gun, basically. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also, uh, technically, it's not all third person. There are sections that are first person, if I remember correctly. Sure. Sure. Boom. All right. right. One for Ichi on this one, so... We'll go to the next one, which is about lollipop. Oh, <laughs> great. Congrats, the game, Pat. The game that I played <laughs> once when I was 13. Never touched Sorry, it. You might be able to, you might be able to let's, guess. Let's dig up these memories. Stalled. Yeah. All right. On Juliet Starlink's 18th birthday, she goes to the front park of San Romero High School to meet her boyfriend, Nick Carlisle, who is going to meet her family for the first time. Unfortunately, a zombie outbreak occurs, which leads to Juliet fighting them off on her way to meet Nick. Nick runs to her aid and is accidentally decapitated while Juliet was spinning around with her chainsaw. Oops. When it, he comes to, Nick discovers he is now somehow alive, despite being a severed head. And Juliet reveals to him that she and her family are zombie hunters, and she performed a magical ritual to save him. Right. Uh, technically, it wasn't a magical ritual. She just like resurrected him with like like uh, doctor stuff, health. I don't know. <laughs> Very confident, but okay. no, uh, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't magical. Uh, ritual. Right. Uh, technically, the reason that his head was decapitated was because he was bitten by a zombie, and it was done in an attempt to stop the zombification process. That is correct. Yeah, Nick. Nick actually arrives and is bitten in Juliet's uh, place by a zombie, and to prevent him from turning, she decapitates him and then resurrects him with the magical <laughs> ritual to keep him uh, to keep it's his. It's a great game. So. It's, it's, it's a very good game, and it's getting remade. Yeah. So. Oh, maybe I'll play it. You know. There you go. I had uh, I had two left, <laughs> and I'll save those for next time. And I also had two shiny. Uh, I'll call them shiny tiebreakers. Oh, okay. So, well, you don't need it now because Stefano's just falling into second place like a goddamn coward. That's is. right, I'm Pat. S- you falling further into third. There you go. Asserted your dominance and place yourself into first Beautiful. place with Good. five. He's a, he's wins. a power top. Easy, yeah. Generate a lot of power just by being on top, baby. That's what we do here at the Alaska Gaming Podcast. Perpetual motion. And you know what? Hey, if you're a power top, why don't you leave this uh, podcast a nice, stunning review on Spotify or other platforms that allow it. You can also listen to the Alaska Gaming Podcast anywhere that video game podcasts can be listened to. I've been your host, Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me this week, Chris Montpetit. It's high noon. And Pasquale Galuzza. I'm here for all the power bottoms out there, I don't right? Think don't don't give you... up. Oh, please. 
didn't remember what you said at the beginning of the I podcast. And now you made a weird sexually charged <laughs> joke to end the podcast. And I just don't understand why you have to do it every week. Every you, I like I like to You can't to throw bait, okay? I like no, to throw curveballs. You're not. You can't gay bait. All right. You're a cis heterosexual <laughs> male. <laughs> okay, that's all the time we got for this week, boys and girls. That's been the podcast. If you made it this far, all right. I don't know, Good job. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Right. Bye. Bye. Are already dead. <coughs> <laughs> 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 <laughs>